Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to another episode of The Real Deal. My name is Tyrone Dance, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miss Ashley Johnson. How are you doing this morning? I am pretty good. Good morning. Happy Saturday. How are you? I am good. I am also very excited because I know that we have been gone for so long, but we are back with The Real Deal. Aren't you excited about that, Miss Ashley? I'm excited. I, you know, I've been um, so focused on, you know, the Stacey Dash situation, boycotting the Oscars, <laughs> um, what else has been, you know, Beyonce for information, just a lot of stuff, you know, just, <laughs> it just takes away from our time. <laughs> it's, too, it's, it's, you know, it's so much stuff and there's so much stuff that we're going to talk about for these podcasts coming up, we're going to talk about the Oscars. We're going to talk about all those things, and we're going to be doing it in monthly podcasts. So every month we'll be dropping a fresh, brand-new podcast. Myself and Miss Ashley are going to be talking about these issues, taking listeners, taking callers, and for those who listen in on their uh, iPhones or their tablets or wherever you listen on, you can listen in to all that we're saying. And you can call in and give us your opinion. You may not agree with me. You may agree with us. But we want to hear what the, what you have to, what everyone has to say. But on today, Ms. Ashley, what are we discussing for today's show? Our topic is, is smoky. It's, <laughs> it's hot. It's, it's the, the name of our topic for today. I don't even know where to begin. It is condom, <laughs> condom, cigarette ministry. Really, really. Where, where is, how, how do we put all three of those in the same box? I have condom, cigarettes, and ministry. So we're going to talk about that in this upcoming um, session today. Kind of get in what what is punching the hole in the bag. What's bringing this forth to light? What is going on? So what we're going to do is just allow you, Bishop, if you don't mind, um, leading us out in prayer so we can get started. All right. I would love to. Um, all hearts and minds, clear Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another episode of The Real Deal. We thank you for this time. We thank you for the listeners. God, we ask that everything that we say, let it be edifying to your name. Let us not hurt anybody, but encourage discussion, encourage us to be better in you. And we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, Miss Ashley. So, so this basically stemmed from this new show that came on, Preachers of Atlanta, which was a spinoff of Preachers of L.A. Um, I think it was the Prophets of Detroit or something on the Oxygen Channel. And the lead and uh, Sunday's best winner and pastor Leandria Johnson, who I love her music. That girl can. Sang after that girl is phenomenal singer. 
On the show, she she admitted that she goes out into the community, she dresses up like a prostitute and hands out condoms and cigarettes to people on the street to encourage them to come to her church. Um, her basically, basically, she was saying that, hey, if you're going to if you're going to be having sex, make sure it's safe sex, and the people are going to smoke anyway. So why not have uh, different techniques and ways to bring people to our churches? Mm-hmm. Now, is this is, now, Miss Ashley? Is this foolishness or is this <laughs> ministry? Well, here's the, let's let's start from the beginning. Let's back up here. So let's let's put this all in perspective, okay? Because we we don't I, you okay. know I like to start. So let's dig in. The first problem, not, I'm not going to say the problem, but the first thing is <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a reality show, okay? So okay. I think sometimes it, it it makes people who could be genuine and doing genuine things take it a step further for viewers, for, mm-hmm. you know, more of a limelight versus real ministry. And so – what has happened is so let's back up. So Leandra Johnson, awesome, stellar. I mean, she has her testimony is her itself. She she's a twice divorced mom, um, three mm-hmm. three kids. She I mean she's awesome. Her testimony just of how she came into fame and her walk with God is is you know breathtaking. I I love it. However, mm-hmm. we where now she's on the preachers of Atlanta, and so. Mm-hmm. What she's saying is that, you know, 20 cigarettes, 20 people smoking them, but they all came to church. So I think is how we are getting the people to come to church is her her goal. We want them to come to church. This is a mm-hmm. hot mess. It, it, it's a hot <laughs> mess because although we're bringing them into church, how we're getting them there by giving them cigarettes and condoms. So in her defense, her thing is, hey, how can we – how can the church practice safe sex and the and we can't tell the world to practice safe sex? So she's like, well, I'm not giving them out to 10-year-olds. I'm not giving them out to teenagers. I'm giving them out to the prostitutes, the adults. I'm going out and I'm giving them, like, care packages, right? And these care packages mm-hmm. are cigarettes and, and condoms. You got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> uh, I, I, was, I was blown away because, you know, I, I believe, you know, people say that Jesus was, you know, eating dinner with the sinners and the publicans. He was out and about on the streets. He was talking to prostitutes. And, you know, Mary was a prostitute, and and, and, and she became saved. But he was not condoning their behavior, um, but he was providing them a different way of doing things. And sometimes we can become so radical. We we become so, oh, I'm going to go out and win souls, I'm going to do this, that we kind of lose vision of what are we winning them to. Uh, condoms and cigarettes. First of all, condoms, just think about it, just say it to yourself. Condoms and cigarettes. You are giving to people saying, come to my church. I'm shocked that these people don't look at her and be like, you have lost your mind. So you know we, depending on your your um, your beliefs, but we believe in um, you know purity until 
marriage. And so we all know that the world has definitely changed and evolved over the years. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe she, you know, her overall goal is to, yes, get into church. And so I know that we've all used different methods. We try to be more upstream. We want to make sure that we are growing along with the times. And so we want to still be creative in how we witness to people. And I think maybe that was her overall goal. But I believe that someone in her camp, I mean, you are a Grammy Award winner, okay? Someone in your mm-hmm. camp, a publicist, a friend, a sister, mother, brother, cousin, should have said, uh, I don't think this is a good idea. You know, we all sometimes have great ideas, but we have no one to say, hey, this may not be a good, this may not be a good <laughs> idea. So, <laughs> you know, and have that moment of truth with her and have that moment of, honest, of honesty with her and say, you know, I, I don't think that would be something we should do. And so although we want to make sure we're witness to them, but I think sometimes we go against our own principles. And so we're supposed to sanctify them in truth. The word is the truth. I believe if you just simply use that uh, along with some other measurements, you can still witness and still bring in them by the hearse. But at the same time, Bishop, mm-hmm. if I see somebody dressed up, intimidating as a night walker and giving out her church business car along with a condom, I that's not going to win me over. As a matter of fact, you may lose people that's in your congregation. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's my big thing. If I was a member of her congregation, and I've heard the young lady preach, the girl can preach, the girl can sing, the girl can do all that. She has so much potential. And she's really, really a talented. But if I'm a member of her church and she's sitting out, going out into the streets, first of all, why are you dressing up like a prostitute, first of all? Why don't you just dress yeah. up in regular clothes? Let's, like she had on a halter top and some short shorts. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I do understand you want to be transparent, but, yeah, come on. That, that's not going to work. And, you know, I, and I'm not slandering her by all means. I do know right. and you know the, the public knows that she also had a, a couple moments where she was singing, but, you know, allegedly under the influence. And that's what I mean. You have to have someone in your side to say, look, you just went through this whole thing. I'm not sure if doing this will, will be an incentive to to the message to your mission. What, now, what are you trying to do here? If you're overall, what, are you, what is your purpose? What is your purpose? So, and my thing is, there's other, there's way other ways. You have a you have a whole nation of homeless people. You can also. So, are you going to give them? You know, you're going to go out and give a crackhead more crack and say, now come to church <laughs> and we're going to reward. You know, like at some point, you have to draw the line. <laughs> One thing I want to say is that what she's giving out, cigarettes and condoms, are both vices. They're both um, things that can hold you back. Those are those are actually addictions, whether it be sex, whether it be uh, smoking, whether it be drugs, whether it be pornography, which she even said it that she watches on her show, on the show she said she watched with her husband. There is something, and that's a total show in itself, but there is something wrong when we are giving the people of God things that they can easily become addicted to and saying, hey, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. But come yeah. on to church after you're done doing what you do. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and we have to be very mindful. 
do you think that this is going to be the the a trend of a new way of how um you know us as witnesses will go out and try to gain um the lost souls do you think that this is going to be the, like a trend this is this is happening now i have read i've done some research and i i don't have it on me right now but there are churches who promote safe sex in their congregation where they hand out condoms and they minister to them in this radical way where uh, uh, I don't know if you remember Jimmy Baker back in the 80s. He was really on television where his son is a minister also, but he goes into bars and taverns. He smokes a cigarette. He drinks his Jack Daniels or his whiskey, and he ministers the word to people inside of these bars. Okay. And I believe that we, we as Christians need to be more bold in going to the enemy's camp to draw out souls because we just can't keep within our four walls, but we have to be mindful of how we present ourselves to these people because a lot of people who are in the world, or some of my friends who are not saved, they they bust out people right away. They say, hey, this person is doing the same thing I'm doing. This person, What's the difference between you and me? What's the difference yeah. between what you're doing and what I'm doing? I'm looking for something different. So in the in the perspective that her overall goal, because her thing is, you know what, I have I have them coming to church, and so she thinks she thinks it's working. Like this is a process that I'm going to do. What do you think, as believers, what what should we do to keep people? coming to the church. Do you think that we should try this method? Or do you think we should do the traditional witness method? Do you think that we're missing something for someone to go so extreme to do this? Do you think that we as a group, we are missing a point that we should be, what should we be doing to keep it going? As believers, like I said, we we need to, we don't need to be as radical, but we need to change. And do, do I believe that it's good to, that some people have an anointing or a gift to go out and witness the prostitutes on the street. Yes, they need to be out there on the front line talking to these people, witnessing to these people. Um, people who are able to go to these clubs, um, people are able to go to, the, you know, stand outside these clubs and minister to these people that are going in and acting a fool. That needs to be done. I was even listening to a preacher the other day. He said that if Jesus, and I want to ask, get your thoughts on this. He said that if Jesus was walking the earth today, he would be at the bars and the gay clubs and the different places ministering to the people who are hurting and trying to show them the way to salvation. Do you think if Jesus was walking the earth now, do you think he would be at, Lacage, he would be at these different places ministering <laughs> to no. these, ministering to people on the street. Black, I'm giving you the black and white. No exclamation point. Got it wrong. No, I believe that he would draw all of them unto him. And so I believe that Jesus will still be performing, and as he is today, miracles, wonders, and that would draw men unto him. I do not believe that he will go and sit <laughs> and say, yeah, let me get a shot of Jack with some Syrah. No, nope, I don't think he's going to do that. I don't. And I think I think we are so desperate. We are such 
in a, de- a desperate state. I believe the church is in a desperate state that we're willing. And, you know, maybe that's where she's at. She's willing to go to the most extremist point of dressing up as a prostitute, going out and giving them, like you said, the one thing that is addicted to them just for them to come into the doors. Now, you never know. You know, miracles can happen from that person walking in the door, sure. But do we have to sacrifice our beliefs, what we are, what we have been taught to do that? I don't believe so. I don't believe so either. I I, I agree. This, in which I'm going to send the show to her via Twitter, just so hopefully I can get a response for her, which she'll probably just ignore me. But I just can't, it with a good conscience, give a young person <laughs> condoms or cigarettes and tell them, you know what, Jesus loves you. That, you know, so it's like when you think about good cow, good cop, bad cop, you see some people can have that argument as, you know what, she's doing the radical thing that she needs to do to get the people inside the doors of the church. It is by all means necessary. It's critical mission at this point. But another person mm-hmm. can argue and say, you know what, even if you say they're 21, 22, 23, 24, we have a very, very high number of, um, you know, crime, uh, sexual trafficking as well. And so we don't really know, are they there by force? Are they there by choice? You know, what type of situation are you walking yourself into as well? So the the dangers of doing that outweigh, to me, just going and bearing witness, you know, when you see that person, invite them to, to a coffee shop, you know, versus going mm-hmm. and saying, I'm here some cigarettes. You know, maybe going to set up church in that area. You know, Atlanta has a warm is, is, a, is a warm climate, so maybe going to set up church in that corner during the day where the, they can come mm-hmm. back. You know, I, I believe there are creative ways. It's disappointing to me that a person of her statue really. I think what bothers me is that no one actually, and if they did, maybe she ignores them. But you have to surround yourself with good counsel. I, yes. I believe that someone in her camp did not give her a good enough reason, a good enough example, a good enough, you know, are, are we praying before we doing this? The God, the, right. you know, how did we get to this point? Because it slams us as a Christian. She's putting herself in the limelight. But you know what? Something that you brought up which makes a lot of sense to me, when you're dealing with these people who are starting these churches, okay, you're a bishop and you only have two members, and you're an apostle and you only have eight members in your church. If you do not yeah. have that covering over your ministry where you have an old, an elder person, a seasoned person watching over you, advising mm-hmm. you, giving you wise counsel, you want to do stupid stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're going to just do stuff to really make us look bad. Look, the Christians who are really ministering look bad. Because if I'm mm-hmm. going out about ministering and the prostitute tells me, well, where's my condoms and cigarettes? She's giving them to me. You should be doing the same. I'll be like, something's yeah. wrong with you. We're setting, <laughs> we're setting ourselves up. We're setting ourselves up for failure. And, the, and, and and once these people get into the church, they're addicted to sex, they're addicted to cigarettes, they're addicted to drugs, and we've given them the thing that has caused them to stay bound, and if they're bound, how can we? How can they become then sanctified once we, if we're giving them these things, and then 
And I'm not judging anybody. I'm just calling how it is. She's on Periscope, drinking Patron, doing different yeah. things. I'm like, granted, I don't, I don't get into debate to people about drugs and alcohol. It sends a bad message, even if she had good intent. It sends an overall bad message. And then I also believe that we're, I believe we're sacrificing the power of prayer because are we not relying on the Holy Spirit that He will that He will help bring these people in? Are we relying too much on man and items? And so we say, well, we're going to get them with these kernel items. We're going to get these with these cigarettes and these condoms. Are we not relying on the fact that if we continue to go to that person and we pray for that person and you, you know, invite that person to church, that God won't bring that person to the church? Are we relying on other items? Are we setting God aside and saying, I can do this, and then once I get him in here, I'm going to let God take control? No. We put God control of the situation first. Exactly. The thing about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, indwells in us, one of the things is to make us a witness. So I'm so glad you said that. Are we using props and and techniques and things and substituting that for Mm -hmm. the real witness of Jesus Christ, which is the Holy Ghost? Are we doing that? Are we? Because if you've got the Holy Spirit, if if you've got the Holy Spirit, you can go into any place and witness and get results based off of the Holy Spirit in your life. You don't have to have cigarettes, props, signs, uh, do tricks, do backflips, do all this stuff in order to win souls. And dress up like a prostitute. That's foolery. That's foolery. (laughs) Foolery. Foolishness. Foolishness. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I, I, I do feel like, I feel... I'm kind of torn because I feel like, number one, she has to be responsible for what she does. And and the world already holds us up to a higher responsibility. They hold us up to a higher criticism level. And so I feel bad because I'm like, hey, maybe she thought that this was a really grand idea and maybe didn't think this all the way through, and now she has to stand by what she did by saying, well, they're coming to the church, and you know, or be did she just really make a bad decision and needs to retract her statement and say, you know what, you know, this is horrible. This this is something that should not be done. And I think sometimes we have to own up to our responsibility. Yes, yeah, we and the blood is on our hands. And like I, I tell all my, a lot of people I know that are preachers, and I say, you know, your life really doesn't belong to you anymore once you decide to be a preacher or a missionary or a, basically a witness for Christ because people are watching you, and people will base their lives off of what you do. And if you're out there doing ungodly things in front mm-hmm. of the people, they will eventually look at you and be like, hey, you're no different than the people on the street. You're no different than... Um, what's going on out here in, in these clubs and different places. So I'm not saying that, that's, that we have to be perfect, but we have to be mindful of the things that we do. And if she's on camera saying this on this TV show, this could, be, this could have been an awesome tool for her to witness, but she's kind of blowing it because she's not really yeah. addressing the hearts of men. She's not telling you, okay, you need to, you know, I've been in this place. I've been there. I've been where you've been, and God saved me. He can also save you. 
But she just say, hey, come on with my cigarettes and uh, uh, condoms, and I'm going to draw you like a mousetrap. It's foolishness. So I'm going to pull the mic closer to me. I'm going to go and say, trending topic for today, do not do it. Hashtag horrible idea. Hashtag hashtag do not start this as a trend. Okay, because I'm scared that we live in a society, we live in a world that if one person do it, we're going to have people going to abortion clinics, we're going to have people going yeah. to um, liquor stores, we're gonna have, and, and when you say, well, what's wrong with that? What, what's wrong with it is that we're not relying on our word, we're not relying on our beliefs, and we're putting ourselves in a situation where we are doing more harm than we're adding value to our Christian, our Christian beliefs. So right. do not do this for you guys who think you are debating this. You already got your plans to go out and get dressed up. Don't don't do it because we're calling you to the carpet. We want to have a word with you. We're going. <laughs> we're going to interview. Hashtag horrible idea. <laughs> hashtag horrible idea. <laughs> Double hashtag. Don't do it. You know, I just. I cannot see this as having a positive effect unless we're doing it in the correct way. Maybe you could do a training with her. He's available for training. You got to book him through me, but he can train, <laughs> give you some tips because we we're This is, and, you know, I, I, I'm thankful because it gives us stuff to talk about. Again, I, we're not trying to go off on her. We're not trying to judge her or paint her in the corner, but we want to talk about real things that are going on in our world, that's going on in the church, that's going on in young Christians' lives, and this is the forum for us to do it. And sometimes things just have to be addressed. So I, I, yeah. I'd rather have the, 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 uh, the wounds of an enemy than the kisses of a friend where I'm not – uh, if they're not telling me the truth. And someone needs to take the time to tell her the truth and say, look, darling, this is not a good look for you. You look foolish. I don't know if you're doing this for a check so that you can get another season on the show. I don't know. your I own don't show. So her and Stacey Dash should have a spinoff um, on their next reality. I don't know what's the, the purpose of this. You know, I don't know. I just know that I feel... Hey, I'm a friend, and I'm a friend of another person who loves Jesus. If right. no one told her this is a bad idea, the real deal is telling you, I would not have done this. I, and I would have, and if she was my friend, I would have been honest, and I would have told her, let's try another mm-hmm. method. Let's do something different, something better. There's, there's a more excellent way for you to get your point across in a more effective way. And and in a way that it's working. There are a lot of other Christians who um, has the fame that has done things that bring people to the church. I know we all want to be right. radical and we want to be that person who breaks the, the, the ice and you know what, I'm going to step outside the box. But we also have to be not only realistic, but we have to be honest with ourselves in making those types of decisions. But let me ask you a question. Because um, you're, you're an educated young lady. You, you, you're married. You have your child. You, you're a professional. 
Do you feel that young professional African-American Christians, or just Christians in general, do you think that we're we're kind of rebellious against that old school way of doing things and we're always searching for ways to do something different? Like there's a... Uh, <clears throat> There's electronic church now. You don't have to attend church anymore. You can go online. <laughs> you can pay your tithes. You can do those different things. Uh, you and we got about ninety seconds left. But do you think that we've gone down that route in Christendom, or are we? I, I think are we, we have. I think that we have. Um, sometimes we do jump off the ship and say, you know, we want to try innovative ways, and I think that makes the church grow. And so I think that sometimes we do have to go not against them but say we want to try something different that works. And this situation, it did work, right? And so but to go back and try to find different ways to still do that without doing those older traditional things, yes, but at the same time, we do have to know that those old traditions is what brought us to where we're at today. And so we got to kind of mix that in and somehow make it work, not maybe reinventing the wheel on each item, but maybe just kind of polishing it up a little bit and saying we're going to try this a little different. So that's my opinion. All right. Well, this was an awesome discussion and a great way to start off the, the, our first episode of 2016. I just want to thank Ms. Ashley and all of our listeners for listening in and for the people that are listening via telephone. This episode will be available on iTunes, and please look us up on Facebook at The Real Deal Talk Radio, and you can find uh, the episode to download and listen at a later date. We want to thank you, and is there any last words, Ms. Ashley? No, I thank everyone for listening. Have a great, safe weekend, and meet us back here at The Real next month. All right. Thank you, and God bless. Love you.